feeling like you're juggling endless tasks from content to proposals and everything in between? And if just thinking about adding content marketing to your list overwhelms you even more, I've got something for you. Introducing the Ultimate AEC Content Marketing Starter Kit, your jumpstart to content marketing success. It's all about the four crucial decisions to clarify your plan and kickstart your content creation journey. I've walked your path since 2005, managing marketing and proposal deadlines. That's why I've crafted this kit to make your journey just a bit smoother. Let's face it, just getting started is often the hardest part, especially with new strategies. The Ultimate AEC Content Marketing Starter Kit leads you through those vital early steps. It's about getting growth clarity, understanding your dream audience, and turning your existing content into pure gold. Are you ready to jumpstart your content marketing game? Visit marketerstakeflight.com forward slash starter kit and snag your ultimate AEC content marketing starter kit. Let's conquer the content world one campaign at a time. Grab your starter kit now over at marketerstakeflight.com forward slash starter kit. Hey there, welcome to the Marketers Take Flight podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Diven, founder of Marketers Take Flight and the creator of the Proposal Pro course. I am obsessed with helping AEC marketers just like you put order back into the proposal process, create winning strategies, and build the confidence and courage to advance your career. Each week, I will be sharing tangible and tactical advice and inspiring interviews to fly through the proposal turbulence and have your career take off. So let's dive right in. Imagine how it would feel when you are able to manage a proposal process from start to finish that is planned, organized, and follows a predictable schedule. You not only know the steps involved in any proposal response situation, but take charge of the entire process and delegate it with authority and confidence. You are confident your proposal is compliant, is customized, and showcases your firm at its best. After you hit that submit button, you feel like a success. It makes your entire marketing department, which might only be you, very proud, and your firm leaders take notice of how smooth that proposal process was. Now, can you even imagine that? That's hashtag marketing boss for sure. And I'm your host, Lindsay Diven, and welcome to the Marketers Take Flight podcast. And after managing proposals for 17-ish years in the architecture and engineering industry, I have compiled a list of activities involved in the proposal management process from starting that moment that RFP hits your desk or your inbox to the time it's time-stamped by that client. And I've boiled all these activities down into three different phases, coordinating, content development, and the last phase, review, finalization, and delivery. And in today's episode, I'm going to narrow in and just focus on one of those phases, the content development phase, and more specifically, some best practices on how to approach the order in which you develop your proposal content. Because with all of the moving parts that go into getting that first proposal draft ready, it can be hard to know exactly what to work on first, next, 
last. And chances are, you know, I'm just going out on a limb here. You probably have a few proposals going on at the same time, all with different deadlines. But first, before we get to all that, let me quickly go through each of the three phases um, because you're probably wondering what I'm talking about. And so let me introduce each of those three phases first, and then we'll dive into the content development phase. So first is the coordinating phase. And the coordinating phase is when the proposal manager um, spends time reviewing the RFP, identifying the pursuit team, completing a proposal management plan or production schedule or compliance matrix. This phase also can include holding a proposal kickoff meeting with your proposal team. And this kickoff meeting gives the team um, a chance to go through all of the requirements and make sure everybody's on the same page, ask questions, and to understand the timeframes and deadlines needed. And then also to agree on the strategies and content that's needed for the proposal. After that is the content development phase. So I'll come back to that. So we'll skip over that for right now. So once you're done with the content development phase, you'll be you'll get to the review, finalization, and delivery phase. And wow, what a mouthful. If someone out there that's listening can come up with a better name for this phase, I'll send you a Starbucks gift card. <laughs> Anyways, during this phase, the review, finalization, and delivery phase is when you'll have the proposal review meeting. And during the review meeting, reviewers will provide their comments, their concerns, and their edits to each section of the proposal. Um, You'll document the changes that you need in what I call a recovery plan, but it's basically just a list of changes. And these review meetings are effective, super effective, when they go beyond just checking for spelling and grammar and compliance, but they really become effective when they make sure that your proposal is compelling and clearly communicates your firm's differentiators for that project. So you have the review meeting and then next is the final proposal production. This is the crunch time to get all those final pieces into place. You put together all your final edits and have a final review with maybe a small group of reviewers. It might just be you and the project manager. At this point, you you are either going to print and deliver the proposal or prepare for an electronic submittal. And no matter what the delivery option is, you want to make sure that you meet the specifications in the RFP. So this could be number of copies, the file size, the format, et cetera, and submit it to the client prior to the deadline, including you know the time. So that goes without saying, but I always like to say it. Okay, so now you have a quick intro into the three phases of proposals, coordination, content development, and review, finalization, and delivery phases. So let's go back to the phase that takes the longest and is often the most complex, the content development phase. This is the phase that most people are used to working in. Um, And oftentimes proposal newbies just jump right to this phase and skip the coordination phase altogether because they just want to start working on that dang proposal. However, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't skip the coordination phase, but that can be a whole nother topic of why not to do that in a whole nother podcast episode. So let me stay focused here for this, for today's episode. So let's go back to that content development phase. In this phase, a lot of things are happening. You are getting final sign-offs on org charts, on resumes to include, project examples to use. 
Maybe you're fi- you're finalizing subconsultants and maybe even reaching out to them to get their information or somebody else's. And you're actually developing the content. You're writing sections, you're laying out resumes, you're creating graphics. The goal of this phase is to get to that proposal draft that is complete enough to have that meaningful proposal review meeting. And most likely, you are um, not working on only one proposal at a time. You're right. Am I right? You're, you have several proposals going on at once, and they all have different external and internal deadlines. So how can you efficiently work through all of these tasks to get to that coveted draft proposal document and get it ready for the review meeting. Over the years, I've realized that I worked better when I followed some kind of order of operations when I was working on my proposals. Now, if you have kids or can remember back to third or fourth grade math, there's an order of operations for math, PEMDAS, or please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. It's the order that you solve mathematical problems in you know, um, parentheses, exponents, multiplication, division, addition, subtraction. But don't worry, we are doing no math today. I just wanted you to start thinking about the concept or this concept of order of operations. And if it triggered some horrible memories from math class, then forget I ever mentioned it. Um, But bringing us back to proposals, there is a certain order of operations that I refer to when I'm working on my proposal drafts. So first up, I start making sure all the long lead items are done first. And this often includes requests for information from subconsultants, requests to technical staff for their information or write-ups, maybe graphic design requests, etc. I do this first because I want to send those requests out and then work on my own assignments while I'm waiting for them to respond back. Next, I work on any items that need a final sign-off from someone else. These often include the final org chart or project list or list of references. I make those drafts or mock-ups and give them to the person who needs to approve them. My goal is to get that approval as fast as possible, maybe in the first day or two, because most likely I'll need to wait for their approval to work on those items. So let me give you an example. If I don't have an improved org chart, it's going to stop me from working on resumes. If I can get that draft org chart approved, or at least the key people in that org chart approved, like the project manager, the principal, the lead architect, the superintendent, whoever, those key people, I know I can start working on the, those resumes and maybe some other resumes, and I might not have to change too much down the road. However, If I begin working on resumes without an improved org chart, I'm running the risk of doing work, (laughs) setting up those resumes that have a really good chance of getting changed or removed from the proposal later on. And who has extra time to do work that gets, that's wasted these days? Nobody has extra time. So after I get all of my requests for information out and all of the items that need at least an initial sign-off approved... I work backwards from my internal deadlines to determine what components I will work on next. For example, if I give the subs and technical staff one week to get me their information, I won't start with the sections that their information is in. 
Instead, I'll start working on the sections or the pieces of sections that I have access to that information and I'll and or I have access to information that I need to complete those sections. Let me give you an example. If I got my project list signed off, I'll start putting together the project pages. Or if there are standard forms um, requested in the RFP or general um, terms and conditions, I'll go ahead and start setting those up. My personal goal is to get all of those types of sections or pieces of sections completed before the internal deadlines of from the subconsultants and technical information. The technical and sub information should be the last pieces to be placed into that draft proposal document. So I want to get everything else done before then. Throughout this process or this time frame, and depending on the size or the priority of the pursuit, you may get together with the proposal team once per week to conduct milestone checks. These help us keep these help keep us on target and identify any content still outstanding or if anybody is running behind or can't meet their deadline, we can adjust accordingly. Or sometimes we change content direction depending on who's available. Um, and I call I refer to these as tag up meetings. Okay, so kind of started talking about the order. Some things, you know, typical items that need to be completed during this content development phase for proposals can include holding author meetings or um, approach brainstorming sessions, holding tag up meetings, confirming client references, submitting any questions to the client in regards to the RFP, researching or assembling information necessary to answer the specific RFP questions, preparing any required forms, finalizing the covers, backs, and tabs, especially if it's printed, preparing um, the proposal draft document based on your proposal management plan and your content plan, conducting um, a marketing quality control of the draft proposal document. I like to have marketing take a look at the full draft document before we send it out to our proposal reviewers. And then finally, it ends with the distribution of the proposal draft for the review meeting. And then this takes you into the next phase. Okay. So to recap my proposal order of operations, um, let me recap those for you. So how I approach a proposal and the proposal content development, I do the following. I send any requests for information out to subconsultants or um, any requests for information to the internal technical team. I prepare any items or lists that need to be signed off, such as an org chart or a project list, next. Then I work on the items or the sections that I can do while I'm waiting for the requested information with my personal goal of having those items or those sections completed before we get to those other internal deadlines. I hold any tag up meetings to help keep assignments on track or adjust content or deadlines as needed. I get the requested information from who those folks I requested it from and I plug it into the draft document and then I assemble the draft document and move into the proposal review phase. Now, when I say it like this, it sounds super easy. I know, I know. It's when you are dependent on others to give you information or you have other things that drop in your lap during this phase that 
it tends to get in the way of the best laid plans. And I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. But what I hope that you get from this episode today is that when you can start thinking about the order of operations when it comes to your proposal content development stage, you start to think two to three steps ahead and work backwards from that of what you should be working on next. And when you start thinking that way and start putting that thought process into action, it does tend to get a little easier or less frustrating or less overwhelming when people miss their internal deadlines or new addendums are published that change the proposal or just other things drop into it. You get that unexpected shortlist presentation that's, you know, a three-day turnaround. And hopefully by me sharing my order of operations when it comes to proposals, or quite frankly, I use this approach with any type of project or marketing campaign I'm working on now, it helps you to start thinking about your own order of operations. Okay, so tell me, friends, did this make sense to hear this type of concept via a podcast? Were you able to follow along and understand? Let me know your thoughts over at the show notes page, marketerstakeflight.com forward slash 64. And if you have your own order of operations when it comes to putting together proposals, I would love to hear it. Share it with me over on the show notes page. Again, that was marketerstakeflight.com forward slash 64. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode. And if you liked what you heard today, please share it with your marketing and business development friends. I'm a firm believer that as our individual skills improve, so does our entire industry. All right, that's it for me today. Until next time, bye for now.